Good morning, Oak Ridge Community Church. It's good to see you guys on this uh, sunny morning. I hope it's sunny where you're at. Um, it's a delight to be here together as a family. Uh, we, we come together to worship. We come together to seek God. We come together to listen to his word. We come together to, to um, abide in the spirit. We come together to, to love one another. If you're joining us, if someone's invited you to be part of our service, welcome. So happy that you're able to join us. I pray that you will be blessed by this time. If there's any way that we can serve you, if there's any way we can pray for you or help you, please don't hesitate to get in touch with us, either through the chat or the messaging features of, uh, of our, set, our service here this morning or the person who invited you. Let us know. Uh, feel, free to, feel free to give us a holler. This morning, we have just you, you'll, before we started our meeting, you'll find yourself coming in on mute as normal for a Zoom. So we're, if, you're, if you're not speaking, just ask that you keep yourself muted. And uh, we may mute, mute you from time to time if, there, if we need to. Um, keep in mind, this session is recorded as well. So this morning, we have a couple of, uh, couple of quick announcements before uh, David DeGlow uh, shares with us from the Word this morning. Just we want everyone to remember that next Saturday, August 15th, we have a homeschool panel. It's going to be a Zoom um, um, event from 10 a.m. to noon on Saturday. Um, with a lot of changes going on in school, lots of families looking at different options for schooling and uh, taking care of their children. If you are interested or if you have any friends or family that might be interested, please extend that invitation to them. Keep an eye. You should have gotten an email already through, through the ACE, and there'll be other communications throughout the week. So please feel free to communicate, respond, and let us know if you're interested. Um, another thing is next week, um, Vacation Bible, Bible School starts on August 17th. Yay! We're going to have BVS. It's going to be at the gathering place. It's going to be, we're going to have some, we're going to have uh, safety and hygiene precautions in place. It's going to be a little bit different than it was in the past, but we're going to have returns from Elsie, and we're going to have puppets, and we're going to have um, skits, and we're going to have lessons, and it's going to be on the Ten Commandments this year. Uh, we still need some um, we still need some volunteers to sign up, so you should keep an eye out on the ACE and other emails from the church indicating the help that we need. So please, please take a look at that. So with that, I'd like to introduce David Diglow, and he's going to share with us from the Word this morning. David? Thank you, David. Uh, good morning, Oak Ridge. So uh, I'm excited just to, to get a chance to share um, what has really been just a, an, an awesome uh, message that I believe God has given me over the past couple of weeks here. I first took, uh, I'm sorry, hold on one second. I'm going to share my screen here with you. So I first took, uh, took this teaching assignment probably about two months ago and, and was just excited to share um, what is one of the things that is really near and dear to my heart and is just um, helping people understand their their giftings, their, really their character and, and how they can be part of the body. And, and what is awesome in, in so many times that God does is he takes and, and takes our, our engagement in our interaction with the word and really just um, transforms uh, something that we have into, into what is his. And, and uh, it, it's just awesome to see. So I'm excited to share it with you this morning. So uh, this this Psalm 119 here, I, I read this probably about, about a, a week and a half or two weeks ago now, and uh, I'll read it with you. And it just, um, your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn from your commandments. 
And as I was reading through in in my uh, devotionals right now and in uh, all of Psalm 119, and I read this particular verse and was just able to capture and slow down enough that what it says there in the beginning is your hands have made me. And I thought about how awesome and glorious that is with the fact that what we're talking about this morning and and our character and and we're going to talk about and just take a second here and enjoy the fact that our our character um it, it's not a chance it's not an accident um you know it is it is formed and just created and uh and and what i what i've said today is it's crafted so we we're going to talk about crafted character today um and so it's important to know that you know we don't always even see that that made uh, just there in Psalm 119. We see it throughout uh, the Bible in several instances. So in Genesis 2, it says, "And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, and He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man came to be a living being." Right. So He He formed us, and He and He created us there. And then in Psalm 139. In, in verses 13 and 14, it says, you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb, and I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and marvelous are your works that my soul knows very well. And, and we see it even in Paul's letters to the Ephesians, where he says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so you get from that just a sense that we see across the, the Bible that those words of, of being formed and made and, and created and crafted just, um, you know, and then we pause and think about who was doing all of that, the, the God of the universe. And it, as we read more about it, we see that not only do we, are, are we crafted by him? But because of that, we have value. And, and that innately gives us value. And, and it's not only that who, who makes us, but also how he made us, right? And, and we see in Genesis where it says, then God said, let us make man in our own image, according to our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So, so God created him in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, man and woman. And so we have value because we are not just crafted by him, but we are, are done so in his image. And it doesn't even stop there. It just kind of keeps getting better. Because as we, as we read on in the story that the Bible develops across its entirety, we see what happens is that we are not just all of those things that we've already talked about, but we're also ransomed. We are ransomed and, and we have value because of what's been given for us. And in 1 Peter 1, we read that knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your aimless conduct by the tradition of your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spots. You see, all of these things just keep building and, and they hint to not only the fact that we're crafted and that gives us a value, 
but then it also pushes us forward that we have a purpose as well. And and I've been I mentioned already that I've been reading in in Psalm 119, and as you read through that whole awesome chapter, you just see time and time again that it, it just this phrasing that just repeats that. I think is fantastic. It says our testimonies are to be his commandments. And, and it says in a couple instances that, um, that his commandments are to be the words of our mouth. And it's just, we are, we are to speak to, to kind of irradiate uh, his, who we are created from, right? And point back to him. And that, that is our purpose, right? And, it, and in 1 Corinthians, uh, let, me, let me read it here. In 1 Corinthians, it says, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, whom because of us, wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that it is written, he who glories, let him glory the Lord. And there's reference even there to Jeremiah chapter 9. And so just a, a throwback there to Old Testament and, and how the Bible continues to just interweave itself and in and, and its glory and and we can see how it's um, just a complete story. So all of that points for a, a purpose, but it, it gives us encouragement that um, we should not, you know, look to even hide uh, our character or who we are, because when we when we are upfront and and sharing of it, and we and we do so and we give God the glory, that that that's where our purpose is to be. That's what we just read there in First Corinthians right? That he who gives glory, let him give glory to the Lord, that, that we may be able to use our character to point to him. And so I just want to kind of summarize here the, the high points of what we have just talked through over the past couple of minutes here. And it's the fact that we were crafted, right? We were we were crafted by the God, the creator of the universe, personally and individually. And that gives us value. And the fact that we were not only crafted, but then also ransomed, just further adds and pours onto that value. It, it, it overflows almost. And then the fact that all of that points to us and, and gives us a purpose. So what I wanted to take a second here was was not only just to summarize those, but to, to own those. To say that, you know, I, David, I was crafted. I have value and I have a purpose. But I don't want to just say that. I, I want you guys to say that. I, I would like to just take a moment today. And it's important that, that I think not just I say it, but you guys, as you sit, you know, in your family rooms, in your living rooms, in your dens, your porches, wherever we are at, right? That we know these things and we can speak these things in comfort. And then hopefully we can speak them in boldness to proclaim his glory. So take a second, put your name in here and go ahead and just read these out loud and let them sink into your heart. Go ahead. So it, as you say those things this morning, don't, don't just stop there. Go ahead and write those down. Maybe repeat those to yourself, you know, this evening before you go to bed or tomorrow morning before you wake up, just as, as a knowledge point of, of who you are 
and, and we're going to dig in now a little bit more to, to like what that looks like as a, as a detail maybe is the best way to say it. But before we do so, I think it's important to point out something that, that it's great that we have these things that we are crafted and that we have value and, and a purpose, but it's also important to just stand almost just in awe and reverence of not only all of that, but how God has created us all to be interweaved and working together as a body. And so we see here in 1 Corinthians 12, and it says, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the body members, but all the members of that one body, being as many, are one body, also Christ. And now you of the body of Christ and members individually. So there's there's this awesome interchange between we are all the body you know we are all who are here the body of of oak ridge or or maybe you're visiting from another church but you know as saints we are all members of of the body globally the the church which christ is the head and we all serve a very unique purpose that god has made us for and so i, I thought um i would share with you an instance that has been all too real for me lately so um about I guess maybe two or three weeks ago now, uh, I came down with a, a case of shingles. And um, if, if you're not familiar with it, it's a it's a chicken pox variant that basically it shows on your skin, but it stems from your nervous system and it affects your nervous system and, and it really kind of grapples it and, and takes it down almost. And so um, I got it here on my shoulder in this very small spot. So the nerves here are the ones that are affected. But if you see in this picture, right? This is where like, you know, in Encyclopedia Britannica and we used to run to our bookshelves, right? So it happens here in the shoulder, but because it's all connected, my whole arm was affected. And it, it became so obvious that one day, probably about a week and a half ago, I was making my morning tea and I couldn't even lift my tea kettle with my arm. And it wasn't because my muscles just got weak. I mean, I'm obviously not like this huge jack built up man, right? But it was because my nerves weren't functioning right and couldn't tell my muscles to fire. That, that this little thing right here reached the whole way down and affected all of my arm because it's that interconnected and, and it's made to be that. And it's beautiful in that, but it also gives that importance of every little piece. And it's that that I really want us to, to pay attention to and understand that it's so important that we understand who we are and, and how and why we were crafted. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce a, a tool that I found uh, that I think is really great for this. And it, it goes by a, um, ah, the words escape me, when you use the first letter and it lines up. Anyways, there's a little impromptu uh, a mind blank for you there. So we're going we're gonna to walk through. But what it does is it outlines your spiritual gifts, you know, who the Holy Spirit um, has, has given you the giftings and the, and the call for, because it hints at, at also your heart, you know, our gifts might not be the same. And, and you know, our heart isn't either. I, I think about, you know, how maybe uh, Pastor Julian has a heart for Carroll County. And it's not that I, I, I don't like those Carroll County people. I, I love them very dearly, right? But I don't, I don't share that same, you know, full heart tug. And that's okay. Because my heart is called to be somewhere else and we're all called to be some focus point there you know or or what about our abilities you know i can 
maybe I can master a spreadsheet as best to the best of them. But I don't have that, that Mike Lowe come visit you in the hospital. And if you've ever had that happen, or he just touches your shoulder and you, the piece, right? That he just, you see how we're all different? We're all given different pieces and to work together, right? And, and it even extends to like just our personality and the fun that we have. Or, you know, the words that we forget sometimes and that sort of thing, right? All of these build together to form, you know, form David, form you, whoever, you know, you are. And what's interesting here is one thing that, you know, is really great that we've been um, linking together these past couple of Sundays is this, this tool closes with talking about your experiences. And this is kind of a summary point that Tom brought together his, his message on yes, uh, last week which is, you know, your shadows and to talk through that and, and how you're formed from, from this beautiful combination of, of nature and nurture and, and how all of that combines together to form you. And, and there's a, a spot here to capture that. And so it, hopefully this just grows as, you, as you're taking these homework assignments and, and doing them and, and spending that time with them. You just see that there's this awesome person that God has, has designed and developed and, and that you are. So... We're gonna we're gonna go here now. It's called the free shape test because S H A P E spells shape. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna take and just and just walk you through here for a second, and just to show you guys and highlight this because I really want you guys to do this. It takes I will say it takes about half an hour, maybe 45 minutes, and it takes that long because you really want to spend a minute or two to just um, to just be at peace that you're gonna be open and honest with yourself because that's where you're really gonna get a lot of value from this. And this is gonna ask a lot of questions um, that you know some might be a little bit easier to answer and some might be a little bit of an emotional tug. And, and frankly, that's okay. We need to deal with those emotions and we need to be able to understand them. Because again, all of that forms into who we are. So there's that spiritual gifts test that I mentioned and it, it goes through here and, and this, this shape tool is pretty neat because it, it just kind of pulls together different tests that, that people have done and created. So there's a spiritual gifts test on here that as you take it and you kind of select these rockers, you can kind of see that, um, you know, the question I, I clicked right there is kind of linked towards serving. So it kind of changes and shows you it as you, as you take this out, you know, what's your, what your spiritual gifts are. And then there's these other areas that we talked about where it says heart, you know, the three things that I value are bring fulfillment. I, I won't read all of these, but just to point some out. And then there's this neat area that just shows you, you know, what your heart beats for and what really tugs at it, your abilities, because, because even your vocation kind of speaks to your, your knowledge and your skill set and all of that, right? All of that is to be given to God. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't keep hold or hold anything in reserve. We should realize that all of it is a tool to be used for him. And then it goes on to capture a personality and it uses um, Gary Smalley personality test. And I think that's a pretty neat one. Um, a lot of us also may be familiar with something like the Enneagram. And I, I think that's a great test too. I'll be, I'll be real honest. I really value that one as well. Um, so we'll send, I'll send a, when this goes up, I'll go ahead and post a link to that as well. But I really appreciated this test and the fact that it's all together. And I think this is a great one spot to go to. So as, as you go through these, and then we get to experiences here at the end. And again, this is where maybe you might need to be a little open with yourself and just sit down and, and um, 
and go ahead and, and write these out. You know, sometimes it just feels good even just to write something out and get it um, out there in the open. Be able to share this with your spouse. But, but then the thing that I'm really asking you to do here, down here at the bottom is, is you, you want to fill out your name and your uh, email address. And, and I'll be honest that I did this a while ago and I haven't gotten, you know, any kind of spam or anything like that. So I, I haven't done like a full vetting on, on how this information is stored, but I will feel confident and tell you that, um, you know, I haven't been hit by the ads or anything like that. Those, so there's, um, there's some good, good safety here. This is the spot that I really want to talk about the email address of your church leader. Would you be so bold, so trusting as to go ahead and put down um, maybe my email, if you know it, we're going to go back to the PowerPoint here in a second, and I'll show you on the screen the email for the pastors that goes to all five of us. Uh, maybe you want to put your life group leader on here. You'll get an email so you can even forward that to them. Please, please put someone down on here that you trust and that, you know, you, maybe you'll know they'll challenge you a little bit to really grow because that's what we should all be. We should be challenging each other to not only know these things, but to want to grow in them. So here, here again is the freeshapetest.com. And these will be, as the PowerPoint's posted, these will be uh, links that you'll be able to get to. And then our, our email that I mentioned here, pastors at oakridge.com. If we were, um, you know, I'd, I'd show you a bulletin, but um, that has all of our, our names, but you can, most, most folks might even know our, our own the pastor's own personal email address. So feel free to even, even use those, but, but please do go ahead and just send that off to someone. So you might be sitting there and asking yourself, well, you know, who should really be doing this? Um, surely you don't expect visitors this morning to be doing this. And, and I would say, honestly, if, if you were a visitor this morning, I actually would love for you to do this. I would love for you even more just to go ahead and still even send that to us. Or if you're visiting us from another church, go ahead and send that to your pastor and say, hey, here's this, this really neat tool. And I want, I want to give you the information so that we can work together and develop who God made me to be together. Or maybe you're sitting there and you're saying, I'm, I'm a newer Christian here, David, and I'm just understanding who God is. But I would ask you that part of that is to also understand who God has made you to be. Right. And, and that's just as almost important in that walk that you start out with here with with us as a new Christian in the body. So I'd encourage you to take that as well. And you say, well, David, I'm a regular attender or maybe I'm an engaged leader who already has taken a, a spiritual gifts test or a personality test or something like that. So so these are good and I can look to pass that along. I'm going to pause here for a second and make a statement that might seem a little crazy. I'm not sure if you've noticed but we're in an environment of change right now, and our normal has been a little bit shaken up. So think about that for a second. And what if you find yourself sitting with that change, and maybe that's an indicator that, hey, you know, we're supposed to be doing something different right now. Or think about the fact that, and I feel very encouraged and eased with the statement that, you know, think that our spiritual gifts could change. I think personality probably changes less, but it's important to understand that even some of these areas of where we feel like we're supposed to be walking and working in the body might change and who our, our you know, primary heartstrings are tugging for. That might even change too. So really, I feel that everyone 
should go ahead and take some time today or, or tomorrow, but maybe not too much further than that. Take some time and just do this. And then what do we do next? Right, we already, we already mentioned, or, or I mentioned to send this, go ahead and send this to your, your, your pastor or us, sorry. And, but I want you to do something else. Just to realize that taking this in and of itself isn't necessarily going to do anything unless you resolve to act on what you're discovering and what you're finding, right? In all of this, if, if we're listening or, or maybe we're even taking notes in a journal or on a sheet of paper or taking notes on our phone, which is okay, that, that none of this will do much of anything unless we resolve to be an active part of the body. We commit to being part of the body of Christ and to developing ourselves, to being a disciple of Christ. And then this is something that uh, two weeks ago now, I was just, I loved Tony's sermon where he talked about um, you know, having empathy. And then he, you know, he, he broke away for some of his sermon, right? And he talked about how we should have empathy so much more so for those who, who share as brothers and sisters in Christ, but might have some differences. So as we take this, understand that, you know, maybe we look to do ministry with someone that has the same heart, but a totally different, you know, gifting or personality or abilities, because those are all how, you know, we join together. I, I would show, share an example for you that, that is our pastor plurality is that we are all wired, frankly, so wonderfully differently. And when, when we talk together, you know, we, we're able to give each other pause in different areas. And that's not pause as a downside. It's pause that we, we're able to help each other grow and to serve together, right? And that's the whole point is that we have that, that shared heart at, at, a, at a global level for Oak Ridge, but that we've all been given different gifts and abilities and even different experiences that make us. And so look for not just a, you know, a perfect lineup of somebody else, but I would, I would give you an example that I have heard time and time again of the breakout rooms that we do after, after our time together here. And how encouraging I have heard that people say, wow, you know, it's, it's really interesting, the people that I've met, when I don't just stand up, and the chair that I, you know, the same person that I always sit next to as a creature of habit, and talk with them. But as we mesh ourselves, as we learn across the whole church body, and we get to, you know, experience everyone, how encouraging that has been. So take some of that newness that you've learned with some of those other people, and reach out to them and, and learn how we can all do ministry as, as a, you know, maybe a different mixed pot that we have in the past. And again, with all of this, I just want to say that, you know, we, we shouldn't hide our gifts. We shouldn't hide our abilities or, or even our experiences. We should have comfort in, in sharing them and even boldness, the word tells us. But as we give those boldness to make sure that the purpose is to give glory to him who has crafted our character. I'm going to close here with first Peter four. It says, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it 
as with the abilities which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let's pr pray with me, please. The dominion and glory forever and ever. Amen. God, that that would be our heart today. That we would seek out you and seek out who you have crafted us to be, God. Just the character that you have given us. That we would look to be confident in that because you gave it to us. And we would look to use it to give you glory forever and ever. Amen, God. Amen.